What is up, guys? Welcome back to Fit Body Secrets, where my mission is to bring you guys inspiration, motivation, and a ton of tips to help you guys on your fitness journey. And today's episode was actually sparked um, after I posted a question in a very popular Facebook group that I'm in. I think it's called Women of CrossFit. Um, and all I put was, how many of you guys feel like you have the training stuff figured out, but have a really hard time with the nutrition? Like, showing up to the gym every single day, no problem there. They're, they understand progressions. They are learning how to get fitter, uh, get stronger. All that stuff is easy for them. But like, what about the nutrition? It feels like that's the overwhelming part. And yeah, there were some people that asked like, oh yeah, totally. I just feel like I knew where to start. Um, but what was crazy was how many people responded with, I was in that, in that position until I hired a nutrition coach. In fact, a lot of people were dropping their nutrition coaches information in the, in the lead or in the comments. And it was really cool to me because as a nutrition coach, I feel like in a lot of ways, people still undervalue what we do in, and the amount of, I guess, professionalism that goes behind coaching somebody through a nutrition journey. Um, and I think oftentimes it just gets looked at like something that's like a, almost like a, let me just help you out with this. Uh, but no, there is like real science behind what I do as a coach and a big learning curve. In fact, I was talking to somebody who is trained to be a coach right now. And she was like, I just wish I could like listen in on, you know, your conversations with your clients and see how you talk to them. And, and I would be able to get better at coaching by that. And in and, and my real response really is, is that surely you could learn how I do things, but how did I learn that? I learned that by experience and by you know, the, the years and years of years of coaching different populations of people. And so coaching is an art and, and obviously nutrition is a science. So, um, being a nutrition coach is kind of blending those two things together. And it was really cool to see that so many people found the value and got the value out of what we do as coaches. And that just lights me on fire because I full heartedly love what I do. I love checking in with clients who, I mean, going to be honest, there's clients that I don't love checking in with, but the ones that I don't love checking in with are the ones that don't get that. They don't understand the value. And they may have signed up thinking that they were just going to get this quick program and it was going to help them lose 20 pounds. But I want clients who are like excited to see changes and excited to have somebody coach them through things the right. I, I like teaching. I like people wanting to learn. And so today I thought that I would honestly... Uh, just take some time to um, basically break down what it looks like to have a relationship with a nutrition coach. All nutrition coaching programs are very different, but in my opinion, these are all going to be opinions based on um, on my own experience with having different nutrition coaches, and um, you know, obviously being a nutrition coach myself. But understanding how to choose the right nutrition coach, understanding what you can expect or should expect uh, with different styles of coaching programs, and then hopefully give you guys a little bit of insight if if whether or not nutrition coaching might be where you're at. And I'm going to start by saying this is not a plug for all of you guys out there to be like, oh, Cheryl's just trying to sell me coaching. Because I'm going to be honest, one of the first things about nutrition coaching is a nutrition coach shouldn't be trying to help everyone. There's people out there that I know are not going to be a good fit for my program and are not going to be a good fit for me. You know, So for instance, if I know somebody is not interested in ever working out a day in their life and they don't really care about eating healthy or feeding their body right, and they're just looking for, you know, like a really easy way to lose weight. That's not going to be my ideal client. However, there's people out there that would soak that client up and go ahead and have them. That's not my kind of person. I, I want to help people that want to help themselves. And, 
And that's not me being a harsh coach. That's just me being a real coach is that I'm not going to be able to help that person with her goals like somebody else who might want to do that with her would be able to help her or him. So before I kind of start getting off on a tangent, I will start kind of diving into things because I know that I can go off on tangents pretty easily. Um, so kind of getting started into this, I want to start by talking about why, why you hire a coach. And, and what came to my mind as I was thinking about this topic is, is that let's just say that you uh, have something wrong with your car. What are you going to do? You're going to call a mechanic. You're going to take it to a shop and you're going to try, hey, you're going to tell them what's going on. And they're going to say, we're going to do some diagnostics and we're going to test things out. And we're going to see what the problem is and we're going to fix it for you. If all of a sudden your toilet stops working, you know, you're going to try and figure it out. But then if you can't figure it out, you're probably going to call a plumber. Um, if you're not feeling well and, you know, you know, it's not just some kind of a cold, there's something more serious going on. You're probably going to call a doctor and have them run some diagnostic tests on you. And essentially, you know, when we're doing these things, we're hiring these people like a mechanic, a plumber, a doctor, we're looking for them to find the solution to the problem that we face. With nutrition coaching, it is very much that same experience that we are looking for a solution to whatever our problem might be, whether it's we're gaining weight, we're not losing weight, we're, we're putting all this work in the gym and we're not seeing results. And we know that nutrition is the, the thing, but with coaching, it's a little bit different. You see, because with a car, uh, there's really only a manual and one way to fix things, right? With a broken toilet, you know, even though there might be different things wrong with it, the way to fix things is probably very similar, right? There's not really an art to fixing. I mean, I guess there is a little bit of an art to fixing things, but it's more of a, it's just do this, right? It's, it's a pretty simple math equation and, and going into math equations is where people get too hung up on macros. Um, but it's very much a simple equation of like, this is what's broken. This is how we fix it. There's no other factors, right? It's just typically that. Now, sometimes there might be more than one thing wrong, but, um, but that's it. With, with coaching, the difference is you're not just hiring the mechanic to fix the problem. You're hiring the mechanic to also teach you how they fix the problem and, and allow you to, in the future, hopefully be able to troubleshoot these things happening again and so that you have a better understanding so that hopefully you won't need to call, quote unquote, another mechanic. And that's the biggest difference I find with that analogy. But it, I did think of that because a lot of people, you know, they, they get into this mindset of like, I know what I got to do. I just got to do it. When in reality, they really don't. Because if they did, they would have likely already been doing it. You know, they, they think that what they should be doing is, well, I just have to be more disciplined. I just have to have more willpower. I just have to get more consistency. I just have to wait until this season of craziness wa washes over. That's not the solution. And so them, them telling themselves that they're just going to keep doing that over and over again is why they stay stuck. The solution is typically very different. Um, and essentially with coaching, there isn't a specific way to fix, you know, a template for everybody's problems, you know, so every person is very different in what they struggle with and what their nutritional needs are uh, from a actual nutrition perspective and a mindset perspective and a lifestyle perspective. So uh, approaching it like it's just some blanket manual is also not very efficient or effective. And this is why I do believe that coaching uh, is very important if you are stuck. You know, there's a ton of information out there. There's a ton of things that you guys can get caught up on. So it's important for you guys to realize that the coach should be a way of you getting the actual things that you need for you specifically and take out all of the guesswork and the, and the frustration and the confusion and the overwhelm and being like, hey, 
this is what it is. It This is what the problem is. You know, um, a lot of people, they, they like to focus on the symptoms. I just, I've got this like sugar addiction. I've got these hormone problems and they're not realizing that with nutrition coaching, you're hiring a professional who understands these things because we, we navigate these things on a daily basis and we often see why they happen. And you in that emotional state normally can't see that. And so we will help troubleshoot that. In fact, just yesterday I had a client, she was away last week and she's like, I didn't track anything last week cause I was just away and I just kind of unplugged. Uh, she's like, and the worst part was I was, I felt like I was doing so well, but like I just, every single night I felt like dinner time would come and I would be snacking mindlessly. And that's where I really caved. And I says, well, you know, knowing her and what her struggles are, I'm like, likely you probably weren't eating enough during the day and you were getting hungry at night and now you're relaxed and you're sitting in front of TV. Of course, food's going to be, you know, exciting. So she was looking at it like she was just this, you know, failure for like, you know, overeating at night where I'm like, no, you were likely just under eating during the day. Part of why I wanted you to kind of stay consistent with tracking so that you could ensure you're eating enough to offset that. So that's what coaches do, though. We take a look at the problem from a logical perspective scientific perspective, and then help you guys understand why things are happening. Um, and that's really, really like one of the main reasons why I love coaching. It's, it's, it's such a great, it's a belief shifting thing that I really love seeing. But so when it comes to choosing a coach, it's, it's really important that there's so many different coaching programs out there. And there's also programs that don't really offer any coaching. You know, there's apps out there. You can go to my fitness pal and it'll tell you if you start eating these many calories in six weeks, you're going to weigh this much, you know, you're going to weigh this much or whatever. There's a lot of programs out there that are very hands-off. RP app is another one, uh, not hating on things like this, but just saying that they're a little bit more, um, you know, just do this straightforward. And that might be where some people are at as long as they have enough nutritional knowledge to use those things appropriately. So it really depends on where you're at. So I guess before I go into how to choose a coach is, is a coach right for you? I think that there's never a wrong time for a coach. It just goes down to what you want to get out of it. And as I was kind of just, you know, saying with, with talking about like the RP app and the MyFitnessPal app and other apps that kind of have you do it on your own, it's really important that when you're using these apps that you do have a baseline understanding of the science behind nutrition, how things work, and also understanding how those programs are built as a base or a foundation or a template and that you are going to have to make adjustments to things based on how you're responding, how you feel, um, and and how what, what results you're getting. So it, just what I always tell people whenever people talk about like what, how many calories should I be eating a day? There's a ton of formulas out there, a ton of calculators out there. I use calculations myself, but I know that that is a base or a range, and I'm going to have to tweak things up or down once I start working with that person and I get a real understanding of what their metabolism is like. It's a trial and error thing. It's not a cut, cut and dry thing. Also something else that I was trying to explain to uh, that person who was looking at becoming a nutrition coach. So let's talk about choosing a nutrition coach because this is very important. And it's, if you guys are going into, if you're going to do the work and you're going to look for a nutrition coach and you're going to start to work with somebody, you have to recognize that price is alluring. Um, you are always going to want, well, this one's cheaper than that one. Um, and simplicity and the fancy bells and whistles are also alluring. Ooh, I have all these fun, fancy things. Uh, but what matters most is, is some things that you might not be thinking about. And these are going to be important for you to see long-term results and sustainability and also get what you need to out of the coaching program. I think the other thing that people want to look at first and foremost is, well, what is your experience and your credentials? These are extremely important. You want to make sure that the coach you're working 
working with understands science and they didn't just get a certification and just start coaching. One of my pet peeves is people that think that they passed a certification, think that they didn't, that they're now able to just go coach people um, or that they lost weight themselves. And now they can go coach people. And yeah, they should be learning how to coach people, but they should also be prefacing their pro- program by saying, I am still in my beginning phases and I am learning. And you are essentially experimenting with your first 10 to 20 clients on understanding nutrition coaching. You're no, you're not a professional at that point. You are still in the learning curve. It doesn't mean that you aren't going to become uh, better at things, but you have to give yourself time to develop as a coach. Uh, so how do you choose a coach? All right. So yes, you want to have experience and credentials. You want to know that the person that you're working with does um, obviously have that stuff, but more important is how they can understand that information and effectively communicate it to you. Um, connection is the most important thing with you and your coach. So yes, we don't want, we're not going out. To, we don't, well, some of us do. I actually do have coffee sometimes with my clients. But, you know, your nutrition coach isn't going to be your best friend. They're not going to be somebody that you're maybe going to movies with and this and that. They might be. But for the most part, they at least need to understand um, what you're looking for. And they need to understand, like, your lifestyle. They have to be able to relate to you, your desired outcome, what you want to achieve, what things you value in life, your lifestyle, your relationships, um, and all of those things, you're, that includes things like your training modalities, like what you like to do for training, social life, work stress. How many people out there have been told that they should stop doing CrossFit because it's bad for them? Is That is essentially just like a doctor telling you, like you should just, you know, like let's just say you have diabetes, like you should just stop eating carbs. Okay, that's the same thing. Like, no, you shouldn't stop eating carbs. You should figure out like, why are you diabetic? Okay, like you probably aren't moving enough. You probably are eating too much processed foods, but it's not just cut out carbs. Same thing here. You don't want, you want to understand, a, you, you have to have a coach that understands what you enjoy. Telling you just to stop doing a type of workout program that you enjoy is not fixing the problem. Why are you having too much stress that it's affecting your hormones and your health while following this nutrition program? I apologize if I'm burping, guys. I'm drinking this polar seltzer, orange vanilla, and I can feel it making me want to burp. Um, but yeah. They just have to be able to connect with you and resonate with you. It doesn't mean they have to do the same things as you, but they have to understand how to work those things into the program. So if I have a client that's a mother of three and that she has pizza night with her kids every Friday night, that's not something that I resonate with, but I also understand that. And I will actually be able to, you know, because I've had clients that are very similar, I know how to work that into the program. I understand that that is an important thing for her and she's not going to take that away. If you've got a client that's, you know, behind a desk from eight to five, they're taking kids to soccer and, and they, and they have an hour to work out first thing in the morning, like, you know, understanding how that person's lifestyle is and then telling them, well, you have to work out twice a day and get this many steps. It's too much. They have to understand. You have to understand how to meet somebody where they're at. Even though the lifestyle might be different, we should still be able to understand their struggles and help them overcome them. We want to, we want to be, we want to help as a coach. My goal isn't to problem solve. It's to give my clients options to problem solve and they can figure out which solution works best for them. And that's going to be the one that's most sustainable and gets them the best results. So we present, I can present five or six different avenues or options and whatever that person gravitates towards is what I'm going to keep doing consistently with them. Communication is number two when it comes to choosing a nutrition coach. Um, how you communicate best is, is the same style that you want your coach to use. So um, for instance, I personally don't love talking on the phone. 
I do talk on the phone with some of my clients and uh, I do have the option. I have a call calendar. Uh, but for me, my own coaching style, I don't love talking on the phone. I personally would prefer a like, um, like, so with my coaches, I would rather have like a monthly zoom where I can actually show them things uh, like with my business or uh, just voice memos. I love being able to voice memo Mike Milner. He's probably knows I, I voice memo him all the time. And I'm so grateful for that because I can just voice memo him. I feel like I get myself heard. He responds pretty quickly. And that's so much better for me on my schedule than like scheduling a call. Some people would rather just email, uh, but how do you communicate best is what's going to be important for your coach. Some people like visual or visual learners. They have to see things. Some people are verbal and some people are written. So, so for instance, when I deliver my coaching notes, I deliver them visually, verbally, and written because I know that all of my clients will resonate with one of those different things. And that's why I also offer phone calls and Zooms. If I have a client that wants to do a Zoom every week, every, every other week. So basically I'll write the notes. I'll put a video up so that they can see me and see what I see. And I'm talking to them throughout that video. So they're getting it three different ways. So it's important to understand how you communicate best so that, that coach can understand things. And it's also important for you to be able to be honest with that coach. You should have a trusting relationship where you feel comfortable sharing your struggles and they should be able to accept those things and, and be able to help you with them. The next thing I wrote down here in terms of coaching, and this goes along with your coaching. So you decide to sign up, you, this coach resonates with you. Um, your communication style is similar. Uh, and the next piece is accountability and support. What level of accountability do you need? So uh, for instance, if you're somebody that's been, you know, in the, in the fitness space for a long time, uh, you've gotten, you know, quite a bit of practice with macros and, and food and you have a pretty good quality diet. And you just really need somebody that understands metabolism and understanding how to make changes to those numbers and all that stuff. You might need less accountability than, with, than somebody who is really struggling to make lifestyle changes and they're trying to eat healthier, and they're trying to understand how to lose weight. And they also have a lot of mindset beliefs from previous diet history, telling them that they shouldn't be eating XYZ food. So you have to understand what level of accountability you need and what kind of coaching you need. So when you're hiring a coach, it's important that you are asking them these questions about what kind of accountability and support will I be getting with your program? Because if it doesn't, if it's not going to help you with the things that you can help with the most, it's, it's likely going to be a waste of your money. So it's really important to do that. I think I've already said this, but like how many, how often you've said, like, I know what I got to do. I just got to do it. You know, this is a prime example for somebody who likely needs a coach to show them the right way and hold them accountable. Um, how many times have you been on or off a plan? This is also a sign that you need more accountability. You tend to start things and not follow through. Uh, how often do you need to have a check-in with your coach? Do you need to have daily communication um, I offer my clients, they can message me every single day if they want to. They know that I check my messages a few times a day. So if they have a question, I could pop in there and send them a response. Sometimes I send them a voice memo, whatever it is, you know, so you want to make sure that you have that level of accountability and support that you need to be successful. Education, as I already mentioned, your coach needs to be educated, but they also need to be able to relay that education to you in a way that's absorbable and applicable. So you want to be able to take what they're teaching you and apply it your own self. Um, no, I don't think we'll always be comfortable making our own adjustments. In fact, my nutrition coach right now, he's kind of a hands-off coach on purpose for me because I just need confidence in myself that like I can make the right choices. So like, as I'm in a bu building phase right now, I'm like, Hey, here's where I'm at. 
weight's about this weight. I'm going to increase these numbers. What are your thoughts? And he's like, love it. Let's do it. Or I eh, think this is a little bit too high. Let's change this. Love that for me. It, it works really well. I'm holding myself accountable. Um, and it makes me feel good. So, but the education is you need to understand what is, in, what is working, why it's working and, and how that's going to get you the results that you want, how to maintain those results. It shouldn't just be this like follow this plan. You want to understand things. And with nutrition guys, it's very simple. And, you know, and I'm going to talk about, you know, my nutrition coaching program, I live at the end, but you, you need to understand the basics and, and that's going to be what you need to make sure that you're getting really instilled in your head. It's just basic. It's just a simplicity, like remove all of the, all of the, you know, fancy stuff and let's focus on the, on the nuts and bolts. Um, there are obviously some, you know, fancy things that we can put in there, especially if you have specific issues, but for the most part, it's pretty similar. Let's talk about a quality nutrition program. Uh, and this is so important guys, because um, if you are somebody that like looks for price and you are like, oh, this person's going to set my macros for, you know, 150 bucks and they're doing this like one-off macro calculation, chances are it's not really going to get you very far because your macronutrients, your metabolism, it's not static. And if they're not addressing the other things that are affecting the macronutrients, you're likely not going to get much out of that. And then you're going to end up having to go back to them. And then they're going to end up trying to sell you a coaching program anyway. So I honestly, that's why I really, I don't do one-off macros because it doesn't really get that person anything. And I don't feel comfortable doing that for somebody. It just doesn't make sense to me to give them a one-off macro adjustment and then really have them do nothing with it. So as much as I can make easy money doing that, it's a disservice to the person. So a quality nutrition program, this is, and this is all opinion, um, but you can take it or leave it. And I think that most of you guys will take it and probably agree with me. Because what you're going to hear in my quality nutrition coaching program is that there's no specific diets, there's no specific protocols, there's no specific um, foods you can or can't eat. This is all about understanding what matters most for you to build a nutrition program for yourself that is sustainable and effective. First and foremost, a good quality nutrition coaching program should always start with a thorough assessment. I call mine a metabolic assessment. Um, we are addressing your lifestyle, your goals. Um, how long you've struggled with your specific, so if you're trying to lose weight, how long have you struggled with this for what you've tried in the past diet history, uh, your physical. So your, your feedback, how you're sleeping, how your stress levels are, how your gut health is, how your you know energy is throughout the day, your mood, all of these things that people just think are, you know, in isolation, it's a nutrition and and body weight is often not a one thing problem. It's a global problem. So I take a look at everything, mindset, um, what holds a person back, all of that kinds of stuff. Uh, then when we're talking about building a quality nutrition program, these are the things that, in my opinion, should be at the foundation and what you guys should be learning. Like I mentioned, the education, this is what these programs should be teaching you. Number one is food quality. You need to know how to eat well. So you need to know what, what your sources of protein, carbs, and fats are, how to eat a whole food-based diet the majority of the time. So that, you know, like people that get really hung up on macronutrients, they often don't do this. And then they're going to literally live the rest of their life tied to a food app because they haven't built the foundation of understanding food quality. So we want to make sure we're getting in the right types of foods. So food quality needs to be as at the bottom obviously moderation. So teaching a person how to incorporate the 80, 20, uh, incorporating some things that maybe aren't ideally food quality. I, I mean, I guess I can have my own food pyramid, 
Um, I actually have, I've created one I can actually uh, put out there for you guys. I probably should put it on my Instagram. It's been a while. Um, so you guys can understand like, you know, what percentage of your diet foods can be a part of. So for instance, things like sugary creamer, it's fine to have in your coffee every single day. If it's a small amount, if you're having sugary creamer, a donut, and I don't know, a frappuccino every single morning, whatever, um, different story, you know? So like, we want to make sure that we're like looking at things from a 80, 20 perspective when it comes to food quality, quantity, a quality nutrition program should be focusing on food quantity and teaching you some way of measuring that. So a lot of people out there are like, oh, like the anti-macro coaches or just follow these diet plans or follow these, these templates or these blueprints. Well, that's great because they're still teaching you uh, food portions. And hopefully you're learning about like how much proteins in those portions. The downside of this is that you don't ever really get to figure it out on your own with foods that you like. So you have to kind of be that person that goes ahead of the game. Uh, with my program, you have a food quality perspective but I do follow a food tracking system because I feel like it's going to give you more flexibility so that if I put a template together that says salmon for lunch with potato and you're like, I'd rather like not have that. I want you to be able to change it out, you know, and I've created a lot of fun recipes for my clients where they can have pizza and hit the same macronutrients as if they had salmon, potato and rice. So, or salmon, potato and broccoli. So I think that food quantity, it needs to be an important part of it, especially if uh, weight loss, fat loss performance is your goals. We have to make sure that you're getting the right amount of foods, the right balance of foods for your body. Often miss, uh, I shouldn't say miss, but often underrated is the importance of fiber intake and hydration. Um, I am very nitpicky on my clients. They know this fiber, fiber, fiber. I've created like high fiber food list because, uh, fiber is one of the best ways for hormone to help regulate hormones. Um, and all those types of things. So we want to make sure we're getting enough fiber and water as well. Hydration. Uh, in, fa in fact, I was just doing some research on the fact that hydration actually helps lipolysis, which means that you actually burn more fat just by hydrating better. So funny thing is I drink a ton of water. So, and I am like, literally, I'm, I don't want to call myself a me metabolic machine, but like I eat a lot of calories. And so I, I know that like I'm burning a ton. Um, but I also eat a very high fiber and I drink a lot of water and I definitely make sure that I keep my movement up throughout the day. Other things that are really important besides just like the scientific, like the straightforward stuff, like obviously food quality, food quantity, fiber, water, those are like the basic, like just do these things. Right. But what matters more is also looking at a person's relationship. I like to say relationship with food, but I hate that. I want to honestly really reframe it to really relationship with themselves and how that manifests into how they view food for themselves. So like oftentimes a person who is overweight feels like they don't deserve to be able to have a cookie or a cupcake because they feel judged. Um, and I feel like that's just such fucked up, right? Like you should be able to have a cookie or a cupcake if you're 50 pounds overweight or you're 10 pounds underweight, right? Like it doesn't change the fact that a cupcake is still a cupcake and it's invite it's included in everybody's diet. So our relationship, the relationship with food and themselves is very important. We want to see that that's improving uh, along with biofeedback. Biofeedback is, as I mentioned, the assessment, how you're feeling throughout your day, mood, mental focus, sleep, stress, all that stuff. We want to make sure that we're seeing improvements in those things and also lifestyle habits. Um, you know, we want to make sure that we're also taking a look at a person's lifestyle and addressing anything that might be, you know, affecting their nutritional decisions, not taking enough time out in the day to like stress less or to, to decrease some stress. So looking at all that stuff is going to be really beneficial for helping a person long-term be able to sustain the results that they've created.
They also need um, a way to track their changes. So, you know, whether it's tracking food in an app, whether it's they're following a blueprint and they are, you know, making adjustments to the amounts of food based on their feedback, there should be a way to change like what they're adding in, what they're taking away. Another piece of a quality program is there should be the accountability that's ensuring that there's consistency and compliance. And this is where the problem goes with things like the RP app, the MyFitnessPal app is it's you versus you. So yeah, it's going to send you a reminder you haven't logged in today or tomorrow or whatever. But like, really, what is that doing with you doing for you when you're paying for a coach to check in with you and you're not doing your work? It's like, okay, something's going to change, right? So a good quality coach is going to sense that, hey, this person's being met with some resistance. What's going on? How can we make this person more successful this week? And that's going into my next part of this, a quality coach. So that's a quality nutrition program. Okay. Every program obviously has multiple coaches, a quality coach will meet you where you're at. So if I have a person that is brand new, never tracked a thing in their life, they don't even know the difference between protein and carbs. They think a banana is protein. I'm not going to start them off saying, Hey, today you're going to get 135 grams of protein, 185 carbs and 60 grams of fat. They're going to be like, okay. Now I, I give them all the information that they need to know, but I'm like, we're going to, we're going to dial things in step-by-step. Step. Let's just start by getting you understanding food quality. Here's some, here's a list of foods. These are high protein. These are high carb. These are high fats. These are your vegetables. They count as carbs as well. Um, let's start building plates with one of each of these in about these amounts and start to get you to understand the importance of meal balance and keeping a food journal. And then as you start to see that stuff, we're starting to say, hey, take a look at your food journal now. Now we can see with you balancing things out where your macronutrients are falling. That's what those numbers mean. Okay, cool. Now we can start dialing in those numbers. So you see, we have to understand how to meet a person where they're at. They have to understand how you work best. So are you somebody that needs like direct results, like fast and direct action? Or do you need like a little bit more patience? Like you take, take things a little bit slower. Um, there should be a lot of belief shifting, a lot of changes in your mindset, you know? So as I mentioned, my client that the mindless eating, you know, she saw it as lack of discipline, um, but it was really lack of fueling. So I think that understanding how to shift a person's beliefs about themselves and their habits and that allows them to actually make better changes. Progress tracking, um, as I mentioned, this was something that I put in as the quality nutrition coaching program. Um, there should be in a quality nutrition coaching program, weekly assessments and adjustments. So you should be, you should have a thorough review of your diet every single week. And I'm going to be honest, there are a lot of coaches out there that don't do that. They look at your macros and they look at your weight and they tell you what to change based on those two things. They don't take a look at how often were you working out last week? How many steps did you get a day? How much water are you drinking? How much fiber are you getting? What does your food quality look like? Are you tracking things pro pro properly? Are we actually getting accounts of all those things? I am a very nitpicky coach and my clients know that. I dive into all of the things because I'm going to catch all the variables. I do the same thing with myself, so I would not do the difference with my clients. It doesn't mean that I'm going to look for them to change everything, but I have to know which moves the needle the most. So the notor notorious is women who will be reporting somewhere in the 10 to 1100 calorie mark, uh, like low protein, low everything. And I'll ask them, are you sure you're tracking everything? Yeah, I'm tracking everything. Okay. Like, so you don't like grab like a random bite throughout the day, random snack. No. Well, I guess occasionally I'll like have a couple M&Ms. I just get like a craving or if I'm like cooking dinner, I'll have a few pretzels those little things add up, right? So like I, I try and under get them to understand that it's okay 
it's not really okay to do that. I like to try and get people to start to work on structured meals, but I, which once again, coaching style, that might not work for you. Um, I want that person to understand that those things do affect overall calorie and energy balance. Um, you should be getting your feedback read. So if a person's giving me feedback that their energy is low, uh, their digestion's off, they feel like crud in their workouts and their weight's not moving, I'm not going to drop their calories. Okay. So a lot of clients, you know, or a lot of coaches out there would say your weight's not moving. Let's just drop your calories. If you're not assessing your feedback, you're not getting that stuff read. In fact, by bringing up that person's calories, they might see faster results. Likely if you lower them, that person's going to feel like shit even worse. And they're going to end up obviously binging or deciding that they don't want to do that program anymore. So progress tracking also includes um, allowing a person to experience vacations and breaks. So, you know, obviously we're going into this coaching philosophy or this coaching episode, knowing that a lot of people out there are looking for a coach to help them get leaner, get fitter, um, lose body weight or body fat. Part of that is knowing that our lifestyle includes things like vacations and social eating and things like that, that are important. And that a person should understand that it's okay to, um, take breaks from focusing on fat loss for a couple of days, a couple of weeks, and just focus on like being able to live your life. Um, but that shouldn't be, I'm living my life by completely, you know, 180 on my diet. It's no, I'm just going to eat a little bit more and be flexible about them. I'm going to go out and go into a very important part of this. That is uh, part of the exit strategy that I'm going to talk about next. Um, also, I think with progress tracking, there needs to be an understanding from the coach of sensing resistance to change. So um, a lot of people looking for temporary versus permanent solutions. I am very big about when I sense these things, I point them out because I want that client to understand that my goal is to get them long-term results to be able to maintain the changes that we've made. And if I'm sensing this, I want to lose weight now and they start to get extreme with things, it makes it, it's very likely that they're going to end up regaining the weight. So I want to make sure I'm catching that stuff along the way. I don't want to wait until this person's lost the weight to do that. And then the last part of a quality nutrition coaching program is probably the most important one. Um, a lot of people that have come to me from coaching programs that were not mine. Uh, one of the common things is I lost weight, but I regained it. And part of it, they will admit it was their own fault. They maybe didn't follow through. Um, they didn't finish, but um, a lot of it is just they didn't get the coaching that they needed to understand the importance of having a well-designed exit strategy. Once again, this is not a uh, templated thing. Every client has a very different exit strategy. Every client has a very different lifestyle. My exit strategy from a fat loss phase, fat loss phase never included me moving into intuitive eating. For me, I like tracking my food not all of my clients will track their food forever. Most of my clients won't. I actually really enjoy keeping a food diary. It doesn't feel restrictive to me. Um, I, I don't obsess about it if I'm not perfect. Uh, like if I've missed things here and there, but I think that for me, it gives me, so somebody like me, I dealt with under eating for a very long time. I was anorexic when I was younger. Um, and you know, I could very easily under eat. So when I'm not tracking my food, it's typically going to be, I'm going to play it safe by tracking my food. I do ensure that I'm getting enough calories and that's something that helps me ensure that I'm going to fuel my body appropriately, but I don't feel restricted by that. So every client has a very different exit strategy and it's very important that your program does include this. So if you just lose weight and you're like, I'm done, 
usually that's a sign that you've been dieting too long. You're burned out and you want to walk away and not do anything. And this is so important. So there's a few things that I will always make sure that my clients have in their exit strategy. One is understanding the importance of self-monitoring that you should be doing frequent weigh-ins, photos, or gym progress to be able to track or all three of those things to track any changes that are going in the negative. So when you're in maintenance, your body's not going to stay the exact same way at the exact same weight. It's more of a range. So like, let's just say a person's goal weight was 135. I'm going to be like, great. You know, if we get you as lean as 133, that's your low end. 138 might be your high end. If we're, if we're creeping on that high end and we're starting to creep over, we know it's like, hey, we've got to probably dial in some habits again. What's going on? So we always want to make sure we know how to self-monitor, not obsess about it, but know that's important for us to maintain our results. Nobody wants to lose weight only to have to regain it and then lose it again. Uh, I think the next piece of self-monitoring is understanding the importance of identifying red flags. So where a person might uh, struggle on their own, not having a coach, um, are they a notorious uh, weekend binger? So like making sure they're eating enough during the week and that they're being flexible enough on their weekends while they're working with you or while they're working with a coach to allow them to not feel you know, like they have to be, you know, quote unquote, good to make up for being bad. Um, so looking out for red flags, um, under fueling, you know, binging at night, anything. So making sure that person is identifying the, the correction of those things. If they're binging at night, eating enough for the day. If they're binging on the weekends, eating enough through the week, um, planning ahead for social stuff, all of those types of things that would be important for that. A really important part of the exit strategy is ensuring a quality built reverse diet. So, uh, and I will always say this, what you eat doesn't change when you're losing weight to gaining weight or maintaining weight. It's the amounts that change. So the diet per se, the nutrition shouldn't really be changing that much. It's just the amounts. As we bring amounts up, you may be able to be a little bit more flexible. Um, you might be able to include, include a little bit more of those fun foods because you have a larger amount of calories, but the percentage is still going to stay 80, 20, you know? So if I'm working with 1600 calories, 20% of that is very different than if I have 2,500 calories, right? So it's important to realize that the reverse diet should still be controlled, bringing them up. And then from there, as I mentioned, not everybody's going to want to be a tracker for the rest of their life if you are tracking. So it's moving from what I like to call intentional eating to intuitive eating. So uh, intentional eating is like I am intentionally building meals, building meal structure that is going to allow me to be specific on these things so that I can achieve a goal. With intuitive eating, those those meals and structures should become more natural to where you don't have to think about it so much and you won't have to track. And that's the goal. That's why I always recommend looking at food first and the number second. And that will normally help a person ensure that when they're building their meals, they are building it with the foods they need to do to hit the numbers. And so that's a little bit about, um, you know, like nutrition coaching, guys. And so nutri nutrition coaching is a huge investment. Uh, it's, it's, and it's, I will always say you're not investing in a coach, you're investing in yourself, but it does feel like you're spending a lot of money on a coach. And I think that for a lot of people, if you think about all the things that you've tried, all the years that you've struggled, all of the different time, times that you've wasted trying to figure things out on your own or different diet strategies, it's hard to think that there's going to be some person out there that could literally solve all of your problems. And make it so that you never have to diet again, never have to worry again, but that's invaluable. Like there's no price tag on being able to leave behind all of that stress. And so, you know, I would like to say that my coaching program is a middle tier price. You know, there are coaches out there that cost a lot more. In fact, my 
business coach often tells me that I undercharge, but um, I know that a lot of my CrossFit athletes out there are paying a lot for our gym membership. And so I know that I have to also think about that as well when they're working with me, because uh, I love working with the CrossFit population. But then, you know, the low end coaches, people buy those thinking that it's going to be, oh, well, I'll get the same thing. It's just cheaper, right? No, it's like shopping at Walmart versus shopping, shopping at Nordstrom, right? You know, you're going to get better quality. So um, the cheapest isn't always the best. The most expensive isn't always the best. What's most, the most important part is um, the one that resonates with you the most. So I would always say that don't let pricing be the selling point for you. Interview coaches. There should be an interview process. The coach should be interviewing you and you should also be interviewing the coach because the relationship has to be there both ways. And if the coach just takes every person on, that's likely not the best coach for you. So that's a little bit on nutrition coaching. Um, you know, kind of going into, I mean, a lot of this, I'm going to be honest, guys, I could dive into what Fit Body RX coaching program is, um, but a lot of this is my program. You know, um, with nutrition coaching with Fit Body RX, we dive into food quality, we dive into food quantity, we we address all of these things. You know, if you're in my Facebook group, you know that I try and go live once a week. I do a live training on something that's relevant to you guys or that's going to be helpful. I try and post daily stuff in there. I have tons of guides and resources to help people out. Um, you know trying to make it as easy as possible, you know, traveling, social eating, you know, building meals, whatever. Like I try and do that, but the coaching is really what people are, are getting. They're getting that good quality coaching. They have access to ask questions as often as they like. Um, they get that full weekly assessment. You know, I, I have a pretty thorough assessment sheet. Uh, this way that that person can make sure they're thinking about all the little things that might not, they don't think matters, but they do matter. Um, and then obviously that quality exit strategy. So uh, that's my favorite part. It's, it's bittersweet. You know, I, I love getting a client that's been working with me like, all right, you're ready to go. You're ready to get ready to sit free. But uh, it's also bittersweet because I love working with my clients. So a lot of my clients are six, 12, two, one, two, three years. And I love that. I love, so I have a legacy program, you know, so, but that's a little bit on coaching. I hope that was helpful for you guys to understand the importance of coaching. Um, I'm looking at my Facebook. Well, it's funny because um, on my uh, comments, I can see your guys' comments, but I can't see who actually said it. So Facebook user, not every student of the game can be a coach. 100%, 100%. Um, and this is something that drives me crazy. Even, even as a coach who works with business coaches, I now see nutrition coaches going and throwing out, they're now becoming business coaches. I'm like, what certifies you to now be a business coach because you are coaching nutrition coaching? I just, it doesn't make any sense to me, you know, but whatever. So I think that people need to learn more first. Um, the apps don't take length of phases into account. They give you macros and leave you there in one place, unless you know how to switch gears and tweak your macros, which most folks don't even an experienced client will have trouble there. Ahem, me in some respect, it's good to have unbiased eyes helping you. 100%. I wish I knew who wrote that because you are so 100% true. Um, and that's why I have a coach still, you know, so like coaches have coaches. If coaches don't have coaches, that's a red flag. I'm going to be honest. If a coach doesn't see the value in having a coach to teach them more, we should always be learning. I learn from my coaches. I, I get the best. And in fact, the client that I told you is also trying to be a coach. I said, the best way to learn about coaching is to be a client. So um, that's why I have a coach. So Jeffrey, I'm glad that you got a lot of information out of this because I know that nutrition coaching is like one of those things that a lot of people are on the fence about. Um, like, is it the right time? What am, what am I going to be? 
I think we also worry about, are we going to be a good client? Like, are we going to be able to follow through? And I'll be honest, every coaching program, the coaching program that you follow through with should meet you where you're at. And you should feel confident that that coach is going to help guide you to get you where you need to be, no matter where you're starting. So um, that's always my goal with all my clients. And sometimes I have to give them tough love about two months in like, Hey, here's where we're at. And here's where we started. And here's what we have to focus on this week to get you to make the needle, needle move a little bit more forward. So do you guys have any other questions on coaching programs? Um, I see a couple of people still watching. So any questions on nutrition coaching in general, like what you guys should expect? I think I'll like the thing I'll end with is as I talk about what you should expect is what I want you guys to understand is what I said from the beginning is talking about the mechanic analogy is that when you hire a mechanic to fix your car, uh, he's the solution to the problem of like the broken engine. The expectation is when you get your car back, it's fixed. Um, there's no real, you don't learn how to fix your car. Uh, with nutrition coaching, the expectations are different in that when a coach comes to you and they're like, Hey, here's the problem. I'm not fixing it for you. You're fixing it for you, but I'm showing you how to do that. So there is work involved in being a good coaching client, being a good client. You have to be willing to take the feedback and actually use it and apply it. So uh, know that that is a preliminary for coaching. You're not going to get anything out of coaching if you think the coach is going to do it for you. In fact, I had a client that's brand new and she um, she's like, can you write me a meal plan like you did week one? I'm like, so I could, but I'm not teaching you anything. Week one, I gave you a sample plan to kind of give you an idea of how to structure things. Week two, I want you to take my sample plan. I want you to take my food list and my suggestions. And I want you to start to build meals that you enjoy. Because me telling you what to eat isn't going to be very sustainable if you're not building meals that you enjoy. And that's because if I just did it for her, she's not going to learn. I don't want to be the mechanic. I want to teach her how to be her own mechanic. So um, expectations are you are going to have to put some work in, but the work should be manageable for you. Um, what about anything else, guys? And any other topics? If you guys want any other topics that you would like me to talk about, fitness, nutrition related, um, I actually think I'm going to do my next episode. I want to talk a little bit about like CrossFit, ooh, like movements like kipping pull-ups and such. Um, but yeah, planning on signing up for, hell yeah, Claire. Claire, you're freaking amazing. Guys, that just made my heart sing. Claire, you're that just made my heart sing. Girl, I'm literally going to cry. And that's because I truly value my clients. Guys, this right here. Claire Stars, Stars, like I can't even say her last name. When I have a client that's working with me and she openly puts it on social media right now on my podcast that she's going to sign up for another six months, I didn't just pay her to do that. <laughs> so thank you, Claire. That just brought tears to my eyes and I'm just an emotional coach and uh, just really grateful that I get to do what I do for a living. And uh, I know I say this often because it's, it's been very apparent to me in my recent years or my recent months of my purpose in life, you know? So, um, I just know that my purpose has always been to help people. And so as some people might look at weight loss and fat loss and all this stuff is this like, who really gives a shit? Like, should you really care? It's not about the pounds. It's not about the, you know, abs or body fat percentage or the, the PRs. It's, it's about that person's changes and how they feel about themselves, how they view nutrition, um, 
how they feed their body, all of that stuff that makes me so happy. So um, thank you so much, Claire, for just making me feel good at the end of my, my uh, morning. So um, all right, guys, well, I'm going to head out. If you guys need anything, I would love to know what you guys want to hear about. So please shoot me a DM if there's any topics you want. Like I said, I think my next one, I'm going to talk a little bit about CrossFit, some kidding stuff. Um, I know we're getting ready for the CrossFit games here in a little bit. So, um, but let me know if you guys have any specific topics and then we'll go from there. Have a great day.